Welcome to the NFT Project, a podcast where we explore the world of NFTs, decentralized technology, the blockchain, and all things related to the future of music. We're your hosts, Boy King Koi and Project DJ. On the podcast, we'll be highlighting projects we love, insights we've gained from others, as well as sharing what we've learned from running Project DJ. So join us every week as we find out how these blockchain technologies will shape the future of music and the world around us. This This is the the NFT NFT Project. Project. I'm back, baby. I'm back. (laughs) We're back. And as Brock said, we're back. (laughs) We are back. Welcome to the next episode. What are we up to now, boys? Episode three. Three. Um, Three. And today we're going to be talking about wallets, different kinds of wallets, uh, why you might need more than one wallet, which is, you know, a little bit, <laughs> a bit of a sore point at the moment. But, um, <laughs> you know, how, how are we going anyway, boys? Uh, what do we got? Uh, you know, what wallets have you boys got? What are you what are I think, holding? Sorry, I just, I just wanted to talk quickly and just sort of say like with these first um, couple of episodes for everyone, you know, obviously we, we as Project DJ, we might look to focus on music a little bit, but we thought, you know, just openly talking about NFTs is um, a little bit condescending to people that might want to hop in and, and be a part of the space and, and we want to be open and inclusive. So a lot of these first initial episodes is just going to be us riffing and talking about stuff that's going to help you maybe be onboarded to the thing or at least learn a little bit about what's happening in the space and, and how you can sort of become involved. So. That's why Jai is um, talking about wallets, and that's why we're all going to talk about wallets today, tonight, whatever, wherever you are. Um, for me, the first wallet, and probably the only wallet I've ever had, and please don't hack me, anyone, because I'm terrible at security, um, is a MetaMask wallet. Um, I Actually, no, sorry, I, I stand corrected. The first wallet I ever had um, and, and still have is called My Ether Wallet. So this was back when... 2016 when crypto was really difficult to even be a part of anyway like it, it's super easy now like there's about a thousand websites and and exchanges and stuff like that the exchanges i was in like was like my ether delta that would just in, in state like if you went to use one of those like sites today people would just go this is a scam like there's no way i can use this and get and get anything out of it um but yeah i logged onto a website had to put in this crazy code and then get this long ass password and hex like hashtag password as well. Um, keep that somewhere, keep that somewhere else. But now it's all super easy. That my ether wallet I found eventually could hook up to MetaMask and um, someone just referenced it to me. And, and honestly, as far as wallets go, um, when you get when you're on anything that's Ethereum based, and it and it actually cross chains to like um, BSC, which is like Binance um, chain. And what's the other one I've got on there? Smart Chain as well, which is um, Matic. Um, you can sort of store everything in that wallet there. You can't store Bitcoin in there, obviously, but everything on the Ethereum chain. And then I have I started up a, um, a Phantom wallet as well with um, Solana, the Solana chain in there as well, because I'm, I'm interested in a game that's being developed called Star Alice. <laughs> so I... I just put a little bit of money in there and bought two of the ships and I've just I haven't looked at it again since. So hopefully I come back and I'm rich. Yeah, I'm all I'm looking at heaps of these uh the Solana projects at the moment. So um mm. I'm gonna have to check that one out as well. Uh but yeah, a little bit annoying 
The Phantom doesn't work on uh, on phone or anything. It's only in a, it's a Chrome extension browser. That, so I, I um, think that's the biggest. Um, that'll be the next leap. Is no one's really paid much attention to how heavy we all um, mobile users. Yeah, Everyone thinks that if you're into crypto or NFTs, you should be on your, your computer. And it's like, no, nah, I just want to be walking down the street and buy an NFT. Yeah. You know, I'm at the yeah. beach. If there's a sale on, I want to buy, you know. <laughs> and I want to be able to show my mates as well. Like, you yeah. know, if I'm out with them, like, oh, here's what I've got, you know. And show Look how them. rich I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even trying to onboard people though. It's like, okay, well, actually, you have to go home. When you get home, yeah. jump, on a, jump on a Zoom, FaceTime with me, and then we'll go through it because you can't do anything about it. And that's, that's the issue right now. Yeah. And that's why MetaMask is great because it you you can use it on your phone. Um, you know, there is it's still Yeah. It's even that to explain it to someone is like you've got to go, okay, so go to your app, click on the, the top left, yeah. go to the browser, then re-put in the website. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it. It's still it's still a couple of leaps and bounds away from like that's the biggest issue, I think. Sorry to get philosophical here with with wallets, is someone's gonna get beaten. Because it's still the user, like the ease of use is not there for mobile users. There needs to be all someone has to do is break that in half and it's done. Someone has to have one where we can just have like every network can be on one app, you know, Mm. and I'm sure the technical ability of that is difficult. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably a lot harder than I'm making it sound. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're they're trying to build pretty much most projects or crypto-based or exchanges are trying to build bridges between yeah. um, multiple chains or at least a way where you can just kind of swap stuff and they just go, oh, yeah, this is that value, this is that value. We'll just sell it and pretend like you've got it over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think I think as far as MetaMask goes, it's probably the easiest use and it creates – you don't have to create a wallet. It already comes essentially with a wallet, which, which is confusing because MetaMask isn't actually the wallet. It's just the browser interface – um, the extension that allows you to access a wallet. So yeah. that's the confusing thing. It's not actually, none of this stuff is actually the wallet. Yeah. Because that's the thing, isn't it? You know, you've got to be able to connect to it when you go to that website or whatever it is, you know. You always mm. have to connect your wallet. Oh, my camera's just gone off, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've just got a beautiful picture of you. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what about you, mate? Um, what is, uh, you know, what wallets you just, just with Meta, got a MetaMask as well and any yeah, stuff just- on... Just when it comes to NFTs, um, I just use MetaMask really. Um, I'm a bit of an ETH, ETH guy. I'm kind of not super interested in anything else yet just because I think I just think ETH is just the primary the primary one that I'd rather be on. Um, yeah. It's where all of our ones that I've collected um, are on. So, um, yeah, when it comes to NFTs, all I've got is MetaMask. Yeah, nice, nice. Do you guys have any? Obviously, these are different wallets, but do you guys do you guys have like a CoinSpot account or anything, or Coinbase, or what do you guys just keep everything in your MetaMask sort of systems? I keep mine personally in in MetaMask. I, I kind of don't really, um, I kind of don't really go outside of um, MetaMask or like ETH that I'm directly wanting to use for. NFTs, I kind of just buy ETH through MetaMask when I want to purchase anything. Um, Brock and Brock and I have got like a bit of a bit of ETH flight lying around, but I don't know where he's. I don't know what he's done with it. Lying around, leaving it in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. 
So yeah, I guess what people need to know the, is that, um, you know, you need to have you need to get one of these wallets to um, you know, to be able to to actually, you know, purchase these things. So MetaMask is a great purchase. one. Yeah, to purchase. Um, you know, you can go on to OpenSea and these websites and platforms and look at the items and see how much they are. But once you actually want to go and purchase or, you know, mint or whatever you want, you know, be doing, um, you do need a wallet then. So, um, yeah, MetaMask. And is, is Trust is, – sorry, is, is Trust Wallet – is that CoinSpot's wallet? That's what Trust Wallet is? I'm not sure. Mm, I think Trust I Wallet is its own thing. I think it might be its own thing because mm. I just went – I just – that's, when, that, when I got into it, I just looked up and everyone recommends MetaMask. So I just went with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, because I think that's, I think personally, don't quote me on this, Trust Wallet is CoinSpot's online wallet version of MetaMask. And then um, there's, oh, there's, there was one other, I'm completely blanking here. And then there's Coinbase as well, which will be up this month. Um, in December, we're talking in December at the moment. So hopefully this goes up in December sometime. Um, yeah, so Coinbase is the other one that, that'll be really interesting because a lot of people, um, your average user that's bought crypto has a Coinbase um, yeah. account. It's one of the yeah more common ones. Um, so yeah, I think that's, you know, it's interesting that MetaMask at the moment is the one that's, you know, winning I guess, uh, in terms of the ETH sort of, but there are other ones out there. And, you know, um, even when we were mentioning before about the wax, what we were talking about in the last episode, uh, we talked about like the wax network. Oh yeah. Sorry. I've got a wax. I've got a wax. <coughs> I've got a wax. We've both got wax bullets. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, grew yeah. Up. Wax, wax was actually, um, wax is actually the sec. So before I got a phantom wallet, just to think about it now, I was actually the second wallet I ever got. Cause I was, Really interested. Um, what drop was it? Oh, they did tops uh, baseball, and I was like, "This is going to be massive." And I was right, but I sold too early. <laughs> so I sold <laughs> story, for profit. Story of Brock's life. <laughs> sold for profit, but sold way, way too early. All the packs now. Um, yeah, it was not worth opening any of the packs. It was definitely worth holding the packs. Yeah, so you could have uh, them and, and selling them later. There. Yeah, so you can actually, you could actually. Yeah, they just continue. They continue to rise. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's. So the wax to explain sort of everyone, wax blockchain predominantly does a lot of pack orientated drops. So if you've got like, if you're interested in developing some sort of card based NFT, um, working with groups like Nifty and um, and Wax blockchain, uh, the way to go. They they've got inbuilt systems and are really um, open to helping new users and, and new projects um, on board into that system. What's um, what's NBA Top Shot? Is that is Dapper? Is Dapper a wallet? Oh, no, Flow. Flow. No, chain. Flow's the yeah. That's the, the blockchain that they're on. I'm a, I'm a Flow Maxi. Yeah, I love Flow too. You know that. <laughs> yeah, Flow's dope. Um, but so with is is an interesting question then. With the NBA Top Shot stuff, because I don't have any of that stuff, what wallet is – is that in a MetaMask wallet or what – how do you guys access well, that, that? I think that's considered just inside the system of – Flow, yeah. So it's, it's on Flow blockchain but just inside your account. So it's not actually that's, – that's been the biggest argument with, with Top Shot is that it's not – it's like a, a part between. It's not really decentralized. 
it kind of is, and you can kind of send its places, but it, it hasn't, they haven't bridged it or anything like that. So it's still stuck kind of like a link between the website and the flow blockchain. So it's there and printed, but a real decentralization would be like, I can just grab it and remove it and put it somewhere else. But yeah. you can't actually do that with Top Shot just yet. I think the one thing that they, the advantage of that is that it's easier for users then, isn't it? Because you're talking in fiat currency and stuff, you're buying it. When you buy your packs, they're in mm. US dollars or whatever, and then they're you know, um, when you sell them, it's worth US dollars. You don't actually have to purchase Ethereum or anything like that, do you? It sort of makes it easier yeah. for for a lay they, they person to, to come in and purchase these yeah. packs without having to they, set up a wallet. The, the fear of onboarding the whole NBA, you know, um, fan fandom group, they just didn't want to make it too hard. Yeah. And it was still honestly like the first, we we came in the second season, it was still really difficult to use. Like that was still working out so many bugs. And that, that's a big thing with wallets, et cetera. It's like you have to just be really mindful um, of your security and just don't – everyone's trying to scam you. And just think yeah. – <laughs> don't trust anyone. Everyone's trying to scam you always. So just make sure to hold on to your wallet address and your and your wallet um, secret phrase code. Don't give those things to anyone unless you have to. But don't – secret phrase code doesn't have to go to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> And they always recommend. Yeah, unless you have to, which you don't. You don't. (laughs) Unless you have to. Unless you've got to refind your wallet for yourself and re upload it. That's it. Yeah. It's the only reason you'd ever use that. So, yeah, I guess guess what we're all saying, it seems a bit of a consensus. If you want to get anything that's on the Ethereum sort of main network, um, you know, you're looking at your MetaMask. Uh, If you want to do anything on Solana, um, we're looking at, you know, the, the Google extension for Phantom seems to be the easiest. And then obviously the Wax uh, network. We've got the Wax. Is there any other networks that people are are putting these projects on where you would need another wallet? I think I think Hen, Hen Hucknick is is one that I've I've seen around. Um, Cardano's released one, but Cardano you can still use your um your MetaMask yeah. for that. Like ADA still goes in your MetaMask anyway. Um, your ETH wallet because it's just What's a side chain. Tezos, yeah, I don't, I haven't really checked into that yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's another one. So that's another one I know that there's a lot of um, NFTs available on. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, I suppose that's really wallets. We've talked about wallets then. Is there anything else you want to mention about wallets? Maybe just so you can get, you can, you can have, um, you can have physical wallets as well that you can store all your stuff on. Um, yeah, if you if you um, ever get into uh, the range of yeah, sorry, go ahead. if you've got if you've got like a bit of bank, you, if you're rocking a bit of bit of coin or a big collection, mm-hmm. then potentially um, it's safer to have a physical wallet um, that you can kind of use as opposed to just leaving it all on your Google extension. And, but um, yeah. and and it, it's sort of like yeah, the I think the main brand for there is Trezor, um, and then they. It's not to be confused, like I know it's called like a physical wallet, but it's actually not to be confused with actually storing the NFTs on there. It's just storing your code on there. So your code can never be taken. So it's kind of like it's making it so um, that like essentially your NFT, your whole wallet's like completely locked. It could never be unlocked unless your physical wallet was plugged into your computer, which makes your wallet completely locked and safe. There's no way anyone could hack that. So that's that's what a physical wallet is. It's not actually 
taking your NFTs and storing them anywhere else. They're yeah. still on the blockchain, but it's just making it so your secret phrase code is untouchable and it's because it's in your hand and it's not connected to anything. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I guess that's really it for this one, guys. Um, keep it nice and short. Um, like we said, MetaMask, uh, Phantom Wallet, um, you know, the wax as well. Don't give your seed to anyone. Make sure you keep it nice and secure. Write it down. Um, because, yeah, if you if you lose that and you and you lose your access, you're, you're done. You're done. You're done you're done there's no recover password like uh, an email address or anything like that. <laughs> um, you you just won't be able to get in and you'll lose hey. it forever. The, the best one I've seen is there's a wallet. It's like living in infamy at the moment. There's 65 punks, um, crypto punks sitting in it. And everyone, they haven't been touched for like, you know, since crypto punks came out basically. Yeah. And it just sits there un, untouched, nothing coming in or out of it. And it's obviously someone's just lost the, lost their code, lost use to use of it. No. I have heard of people <laughs> using like uh, there's certain like um, – Password, you know, like password savers that have that are starting to build that in, where you can mm. store that kind of stuff in a password manager. Or um, <coughs> and again, well, it's like how secure is that? You know, like you would it, think it would be secure. Yeah, well, it could. You know, you got to think like this as well. If you start a wallet, you really need to leave your seed phrase with somewhere and tell at least your next of kin where it is, because you know something like that wallet that I just mentioned, it could be just someone that's been hit by a car, and yeah that wallet only exists to them, you know, like there's not my, even my fiance doesn't really understand crypto or anything like that. And I like, if she, if I was to pass away, I, there'd be no way in hell she'd be able to access my wallet. Even with, even if I'd left instructions, it would still be difficult. Aaron would have to come around. And- I think you should tell me, bro. Rob, I mean, you should tell me. Yeah, just, just keep it with us. Give me half of the of the, of the key and give. Aaron half. And then if you die, we can come together to take your wallet. All right, uh, let's call this one. We could sit here and do this for hours. Um, yeah, um, you know, find me at Boy King Koi on every platform. Go to projectdj.io uh, to check out. The Discord and everything, come learn a little bit more about that. Boys, how do we find you? Twitter.com slash creative cult AU. Twitter.com slash Aaron Butler film. There we go. Awesome. All right. Thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you guys for the next episode. Peace. Yeah.